everybody, and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, a special bonus episode of Chesapeake Chats. I am Carrie, and Casey, of course, is here with me as we love talking about everything Chesapeake Shores together. Hi, Casey. Hello, and we are so excited to share our very special guest, who is Mr. Carlo Marks. Welcome to the podcast, Carlo. Thank you for having me. We got a real alliteration going on with our names here. Yes. <laughs> we do. That's it. just the best way to do it. That's so great. No, we're so happy to have you on um, not just Chesapeake Chats, which we love talking to um, the, the actors and then Fief and Mark and, and talking about the stories, but on the Hallmarkies podcast itself. So Carlo, would you tell us a little bit about how you got started in acting and how you got started at Hallmark, actually? Uh, in acting, my my parents ran a community theater when I was growing up, so it was kind of always yeah. around. Um, and then I went to, like, I did a couple plays growing up, and then I went to theater school because uh, that was the easiest thing to get into. And then. <laughs> kind of kept plugging along after that and then Hallmark I the first thing I didn't even know about Hallmark until I was on uh, I think I did a, like a couple episodes of Chesapeake Shores mm -hmm. and once you get into that I'm sure as you know into that family then they just keep if they like you they keep bringing you back if you like them yeah so yeah. It kind of snowballed from there oh that is great that is great I love I love hearing just kind of the track that people take it's really unique sometimes but to have your parents own a community theater I don't did you love theater or was it just kind of something like a, your family did uh it's was it something they did yeah they were so I grew up in Canada and they were American are American and they had to do something that no other Canadian citizen would do in order to get citizenship oh sure so they were to be landed immigrants and it was like I don't think they made any money but it was just kind of always we were around it all the time they were always doing productions my dad directed and my mom did everything else she made the posters and the costumes and stuff like that so it was always seemed very fun and kind of magical because it was you know the whole community would be there and it was yeah, yeah very enticing that's cool did you have a favorite um, play specifically that you were in or one that stands out from um, when you were younger? I was only in, I think, one of their plays, but then I'd help behind the scenes. I was in a play called Cavern of the Jewels. Okay. <laughs> uh, spoiled rich kid, or my dad was, I can't remember, I was very young. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I did the lights and sound as like a young person. I think I did it for uh, Harvey. Do you guys know the play Harvey? I do. Mm -hmm. It's with that giant imaginary bunny. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Were you the imaginary bunny? No, I wasn't in it. I did oh, the lights yeah. and the sound. Yeah, that's right. I was the imaginary yeah. bunny. Great, great. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. So, do you still do theater every once in a while? Every once in a while. I did a play right before pandemic in Vancouver. And I've directed a couple, since directed and, and been in a couple plays as a grown person mm -hmm. at that little community theater that was uh, kind of. That's Nothing cool. was going on for for a while, so yeah, I started to do that again. Nice. I have a question: Were you trying to save the theater because that feels like that would be really in line with the Hallmark um, 
movie. It sounds like a movie I would watch. It does He's feel like it does the theater. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my friends wrote a, a Hallmark script. I don't know if they ever did it, but it was about community theater. And they wanted me to be in it. And I was like the stage carpenter or something. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what ever happened to that. Yeah. Huh. You need to get the ball rolling on that one again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Because it does. It does sound like it. Yeah. Has there, you've probably seen a lot of Hallmarks. Has there ever been one that centers around a community theater? Well, there has been. Last year, there was mm -hmm. a Dickens of a Holiday um, where Christopher Palaha goes back and, and is plays, plays Scrooge mm -hmm. in a community theater production. And okay. who does he fall in love with? But none other than the director, Brooke D'Orsay. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they, they stole the idea then. No. That oh, kind of sounds that has that sounds ne That is so Hallmark. You just gotta, it's okay. You gotta redo it again. That'll be fun. We'd watch. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the hosts of the podcast Home for Hallmark, Molly and Brad now bring readers their debut novel, If Only Christmas Would Come. An instant Amazon bestseller, If Only Christmas Would Come, transferred readers back to Prince Edward Island during the era of Anne of Green Gables and features a strong-headed, cranberry-farming, jeans-wearing heroine and a playboy with a family secret. Reviewers agree this book is a fluffy, steamy, predictable Hallmark movie masterpiece, If Only Christmas Would Come is available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble now. Visit at Home for Hallmark for more info. That's at Home for Hallmark, and you can use our affiliate link in the description below. Well, you had a you had a big month already. Actually, mm -hmm. if we're talking Hallmark, you had the season finale, series finale of Chesapeake Shores air a couple weeks ago, and a Kismet Christmas, a Christmas movie aired on the very first weekend of Countdown to Christmas. So, congratulations on those two. What does that mean for you now? Are you just resting? Are you done? Or is it all work and no play for Carlo? Are you, are you on to the next project? Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of the life of an actor. It's all yeah. work and resting, as you said, or just <laughs> anxiously waiting for your next gig. <laughs> I'm so good at resting, but, uh, but yeah, I think I might be doing something coming up here in November. Um, I probably can't talk about it yet so I'm not mm -hmm. sure but yeah hopefully because I have been just resting for a awesome. couple months okay. <laughs> everyone needs to rest Carlo you're, for it. Yeah. you're right yeah <laughs> well we will eagerly anticipate whatever the, your newest project will be so we'll definitely keep an eye out and definitely support that um but taking a walk back down memory lane with Chesapeake Shores now your character uh David Peck has been pretty like a staple in the mm -hmm. Chesapeake Shores world um the yeah since season one um right you come in I think uh, I think I was in like the last episode two? or last two yeah. episodes or something of, of the first season yeah and I will say I mean your character is a very beloved character I remember um, like from watching from the very beginning, a lot of people are like, we just love David. He's so great. He's so stable. Um, he's like the yin and yang for Jess. Like, you know, she's all up and down and then he's very steady and stable for her. But then in this season, you've kind of did a little bit of a 
flip where uh, David's character had a little bit more emotional um, situations going on with his father. Um, how was that like for you as an actor being able to expand your range in his character? Um, I think that was, I think this was my favorite season for David because he just shows so much emotion and you did a fabulous job just like really embracing his story and um, really like pulling on our emotions as viewers um, with this beloved character. So can you tell us a little bit more about that journey for you? Um, yeah, thank you. I, it was definitely my favorite season for David as well, too. Yeah, you know, uh, what did we, we did six seasons, I think. So mm -hmm. I was like five of them. Yeah, like you said, he was kind of a rock and pretty stable. And we had a lot of I think there was a lot of humor in our scenes. We had like mm -hmm. almost like old school sitcom humor, you know, mm. like or like faulty towers humor, like dealing with a hotel falling apart and that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, yeah, this season they well, I guess they started last season. The thing with my dad, the whole Bernie Madoff thing. Yeah. And I was pretty excited when that they told me about it and I wasn't sure how it was going to manifest because he you're like you said he hadn't really had anything like that before so mm -hmm. I, I wasn't sure where it was going to go but I was pretty pleasantly surprised with the stuff they gave me it started I never thought I'd be in a, a jail right. <laughs> talking to my dad through, uh, through the bars I never thought I didn't see that when we no. started the show so it that evolution um was something I was very grateful for and very excited to sink my teeth into and excited that they took it as far as they did um I wish we saw it play out in more detail like what happened you know all that but we didn't if we had another season maybe yes <laughs> that's, that's exactly exactly what we think and thought I mean I wanted that courtroom scene you know where <laughs> your dad shows up Dennis Peck shows up and um Connor and Margaret are defending him and you know you just want to flesh it out yeah of course just needed another season for that yeah yeah so that was kind of I felt pretty abrupt like when we got those scripts like okay so now it's because they built it up for the whole season then oh, yeah it's all wrapped up in a nice <laughs> little bow but what are you going to do that's the restrictions of of the season ending so mm -hmm. I don't know maybe you guys can get some money together and produce another season you know <laughs> We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Crowd yeah, it. <laughs> we have Rest lots of it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have to work. Um, yeah, we have lots of pitches too. I mean, we've told Mark and Thief, we're like, listen, we could do a spinoff on Jess and David and their Airbnb. And it could be almost <laughs> like this whole, like, I don't know, this whole thing about like side uh, spinoff series on them. Yeah. We could have another yeah. spinoff series, just like concentrating on all the crime that happens in Chesapeake Shores with yeah. <laughs> like right. uh, Margaret and Connor and all the things. Yeah. We, don't worry, we, we got your back. <laughs> okay, great. We're hopeful. So how, um, you know, this being the last season and um, which, which you didn't really know it was the last season. When did you guys find out that it, that it was? They told us before we started filming, so okay. we knew, which is nice because then you're not like you, you come to terms with it. You're like, okay, this is the end of it. You're not like waiting because you never every every year we didn't know if they were coming back. And oh, true. I don't. I'm always the last to know. Actors are always the last to know. So it's like, oh yeah, we're we're filming. You got 
a month to prepare or a week to prepare or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there was finality in, yeah. in this for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. with David's character, we you know I we saw such depth to him in that the the anger that he had towards his dad and just even your face sometimes I was like ah! like you were just so fierce and in, in that emotion, but you also were able to be the final scene with Jess and David, when she told you that, you know, or David, that she was pregnant. Um, oh my gosh, real tears coming to my eyes for that. You know, you just celebrate them as a couple. So you were just able to switch right back into character as, as the David that we knew and um, for many seasons, but that even that, you know, that scene, was it, was that fun to do? Was that fun to get into that emotion? <laughs> Which are you talking about the scene where she tells me she's pregnant or the dad mm -hmm. scene? The scene. Well, both. I mean, all the highs and lows, you know, you're at the prison with your dad and you're so angry and then you're you're with Jess and you're celebrating this moment that she's pregnant. So. Right. Um, yeah, that's that scene with my dad was was very fulfilling uh, mm -hmm. as an actor. And the crew, I don't know if you talked to any of them, but the crew was so uh not just respectful but they were like it, it just felt like they had my back and everybody was focused on this scene so they were very quiet nobody like would talk to me during between setups and stuff and I was just like very it felt like we were you know a, a team like everybody was in it and so that was a very rewarding day for for me yeah yeah it was it was very fun and then actually the um uh, when she tells me she's pregnant, that was, I hadn't put as much um, thought into it as I had with the dad stuff, because that stuff's yeah. so late. So it was kind of just whatever yeah. happened when she told me. And uh, she kept, uh, Lacey kept saying, after we do a take, she's like, wow, David is really excited to have a kid. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know he'd be that excited either, but I guess he was that excited, so... Yeah, so that just kind of yeah happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was that was cool for us as fans and as um, people watching the show in real time because that was us. I mean, we were excited too, and so to match um, to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that you said that. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 and that's how you want it to be, I guess. You want to mm -hmm. you know discover yeah. it together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was not expecting that at all. So I, I think out of the finale, that was the most shocking moment for me personally, as a viewer, I, everything else, I kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we know mom and dad are going to get married. We know the, <laughs> it's, it's Hallmark happily ever after with the dad and mm -hmm. all these other things. But that moment I, my, I was shocked. And so, um, shocked and very like, I was misty. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's cool. Okay, so indulge us one more question about Chesapeake Shores. We just loved it. So do you have, you know, you were on this for five seasons and playing this one character, you know, do you have kind of a favorite, I don't know, scene, moment, experience, something you'll you'll take away from this experience as an actor? Um, I think my favorite was that scene I told you about in the jail. Yeah. Uh, just because there was so much to do. There's some, like some of the fun scenes with Jess, Lacey, like there's one where I think I'm imitating her and she's imitating me. That was a fun day. Um, but yeah, these last two seasons have been the most rewarding for acting wise because I've had the most stuff to do. Yeah. Um, 
for sure. And then just fun wise, it's always fun when there's a bunch of us like in a scene yeah. hanging up. They're not always like, you know, fulfilling for me as an actor because I usually say one line or no line. <laughs> but but it's fun just to hang out and you know, you know, tease each other and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I remember. Be a family. And I mean, so many, so many of you guys on this show as a cast have have raved about the cast and raved about the family being actually having that same feel. You know, you like each other, you want to be together, you like those scenes and um, so it's cool to hear you say that as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And all the other like, well, I mean, if your show's on for six years, there's so many other guest actors are going to come through and like, you know, a lot of people we already knew or people you get to meet, but everybody was just, it was fun. Yeah. I think people just had a good time because we shot on Vancouver Island. So it was like, people got a mini vacation, you know, whenever you're on like a cool location, I think right. there's... Uh-huh. People are excited to go to work. You get to yeah. take a ferry or a seaplane, stay at a nice hotel. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's like summer camp or something. Yeah. <laughs> now being from being from kind of that area, did you, I mean, feel a little ownership and, and like say, hey, you got to check this place out. You got to go to that place or, or not really? Yeah. Um, I, uh, production. Sorry. You got to see a theater production. My parents are putting on. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. yeah, I'm from like the opposite side of the island. So I'm from two and a half hours away, but I do kind of know that area. Okay. But um, no, I don't think that really, when people would go to visit the town I'm from, I would tell them where to go and stuff. But yeah, there's, there's a, it's, it's a beautiful place where we film, but there's actually not a lot to do. So it's not a lot of recommendations. <laughs> It's like you got if you get all the hikes and the beaches and stuff, yeah. then you're doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> ho ho ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Way into Christmas, you recently, well, you didn't release it, but you're recently in Kismet Christmas, which premiered um, this past weekend, um, watched it. It's such a lovely, it's cozy, it's such a cozy Christmas movie. Um, it's one of those, um, I don't know, little cheesy, little magic little oh, no. bit of the magic is so good that's you know, what we want just, yeah, yeah. We want at christmas time i mean we that I mean that's why we watch hallmark um so <laughs> uh, congratulations on another premiere for another christmas movie um can you tell us a little bit about your experience filming a kismet christmas um 
just um, anything about um, like, what was it like working with your co-star um, and the little girl who played your um, daughter, she's so precious and very yeah. precocious. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yes. She was very precocious. That's, that's a good word. I like <laughs> both those adjectives you words used cozy and precocious. That was, that one was a little, that shoot was a little odd because we got shut down for a week for COVID. Oh no. So it took a little bit longer and then it was like, you know, trying to get back into the groove of like mm. we shot one day and then we shut down. So trying to get back into the groove of things took a little longer. Yeah, I saw it, it turned out great. Um, the, um, the girl that played my daughter, her name's Ruby. And she's fairly new to acting. She's only been doing it a year, but like you said, she's yeah, she's very precocious. She's got great energy. You know, she's not afraid to be on set. And she, her mom was with her most of the time. Obviously, she's got to have a guardian. And she also brought her uh, baby sister to set, who was like I think one and a half or something. And she uh -huh. was cute too. And she would like grab people's hands and stuff. And like, so it was it was nice having them around on set. Like they, they lifted everybody's spirits and it was, good. It, it was really good. And that one was another really good crew that, that works together a lot and does a lot of homeworks too. So they worked well as a team behind the scenes. Um, and then Sarah, I'd never met before. Um, and she's, yeah, she was pretty funny. Yeah. She has a yeah. great humor. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I liked hanging out with her too. That was fun too. And Mary Lou, I'd never met her before either. Have you talked to her? Oh, oh yeah, we have. Yeah, mm -hmm. we did a Q&A with Mary Lou one time and um, oh, I could just listen to her stories forever. She is just so fun to talk to. Because she remembers that. every single day of her life. It's crazy. Yes. How? How? Yeah. Yes. She yeah. has a story for everything. It's great. Yes. <laughs> lives in the moment like she's 100% like there so she just like locks it in memory mm -hmm. you know there's um Sarah you mentioned Sarah I believe this was her first foray into the Hallmark world actually um we've yeah, seen yeah, it wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah it was okay then it was really it was smart to put her with um a beloved male actor that we all want to watch your movies you know so mm -hmm. to introduce her with you as the co-star um was obviously strategic, but I really enjoyed her. I, I hope she sticks around and makes more um, Hallmark movies. Yeah, I wonder, I don't know if she will. I think she liked it. She was a little, like you said, she was new to it. Um, and it is kind of different. They're, they're very quick and, mm -hmm. and but we'll see. I've, I've talked to her a little bit afterwards and she's she likes the response she's gotten because, <laughs> you know, well, you're, you're one of them. Hallmark fans are so positive and mm -hmm. so supportive yeah um so i think that's a nice little pleasant surprise for anybody that comes and, mm -hmm. and works for them right right you know, all that support <laughs> <Actors> <laughs> that, right we need it yeah. um you know she is it's funny that you say like if it's her first experience she's kind of just ruminating on like whether or not she'd do it again but i think hallmark gets in you i mean it gets in your blood it makes you you're like i can't do another one <laughs> I want you might see her again next christmas yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's to hoping <laughs> yeah. yeah a little peek behind the curtain did you film that during like the summertime because i know that's typically a, a thing 
yeah oh my gosh we we filmed that also on vancouver Island in victoria and it was um you guys watched it right that that mm-hmm. scene where at the cabin and cutting down the tree yes it was literally the hottest day of the year so oh no like i said heat exhaustion we had to like wear ice packs under our clothes and stuff oh gosh it was so hot yeah the whole shoot was pretty warm yeah it was yeah yeah it was yeah. definitely summer and you can see like in the scenes but maybe it just looks like a um a christmas glow or the yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you can but you can see us like pretty really pretty red. Yeah. yeah well i thought yeah. the set location was actually pretty cool and clever because like if you do film in the summertime which we typically understand that you do they had like this like sunken little market area that you filmed they fit you filmed a lot of like the scavenger hunt and town announcements and things like that and i felt yeah. like oh that's kind of nice because you don't see the full beautiful summer trees or anything like mm-hmm. i didn't know if that was a who picks the locations for these things but that was that was pretty yeah cool. that was i'd never um been in that location before either that was great um and it had that real like old timey dickensian feel to it too yeah i'm not sure about that probably the producer maybe beth grossbart is a producer of that and she is a master so she probably found that yeah yeah i, I miss my yeah. calling i would love to go to school for set location finding <laughs> like why why didn't i do that that would be amazing we could i guess i could yeah maybe family no i'm kidding i'm not gonna leave my family <laughs> I'll, I'll take them with me <laughs> i've always thought that would be a fun job too to be a location scout because you get mm-hmm. you see diff- things from a different point of view mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so why something works and where and yeah that would be really fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah that would be fun i think fun. well we have a fun time watching all of these movies and like noticing they used that set that scene in this other movie and you know right kind of fun. yeah yeah. Had you ever seen that courtyard before in a movie? No. I don't think I have. No. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I haven't. So it'll be interesting to see if it pops up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably will. You probably will. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the movie, I highly recommend it. It was a great start to Countdown to Christmas. It was that Christmas magic, you know, the rekindling of an old old flame and uh, this, the the wonderful little kid and Christmas is all about kids and everything so it was a strong start and Mm -hmm. I just thought it was great. Okay I'm glad you liked it. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies merch store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Let's see. We have a couple fast questions for you here about Christmas as we get going on um, Christmas, uh, countdown to Christmas. You have to tell us your favorite Christmas song. Uh, Silver Bells. Oh, 
is that true? Is that real? Or is that the one you thought? <laughs> no, I like that one. Is that the one? Uh, Silverbell. City sidewalks. What's the one? The yeah. city sidewalks. City Silverbell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. And then, uh, yeah, and then the chestnuts. I like that one. Too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's your favorite song. Awesome. Um, do you prefer baking cookies or having a snowball fight? <laughs> Those are two <laughs> very different things. Right? Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I, I don't know if I understand the premise of the question. What do you think? <laughs> one's outside and one's involved. Either or, <laughs> quick. <laughs> I enjoy uh, cookie fights the best. <laughs> You know what? That's very on brand for Hallmark. I mean, yeah. you always have a baking yeah. montage where they're wasting cookie dough, throwing it at each yeah. other. Good shortbread fight is my favorite. Yes. <laughs> Casey, do you have any Christmas hot questions that you are dying to ask? Sure. Here's a controversial one. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, I guess at this point it is because you watch it at Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Wait, wait, Die Hard. Not the I one with like, Samuel L. Jackson in uh, yeah. the park. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, okay. So what what are your Christmas traditions? Do you have any? Traveling or? Um, I don't know. Growing up, my mom would always make these pecan buns the day of. Uh, oh. oh, one... Uh, I guess it's kind of a tradition or thing I have. I would, I'm like a saver. So I'd always try to open my presents very slowly and then save one. So I'd still have one at like, like an open right before I go to bed to just like extend Christmas. Oh, and you used to cool. drive like my little sister crazy because she'd want to open them all at once. And I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that's a tradition. Or oh, that, so that <laughs> says a lot about you, patient yeah. man, anticipation. Well, Virgo, maybe that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> so did she open all her, pri- or did you force her to also just like, no, you're, I'm, I'm older, so you're going to follow my rules. No, no, she would open them all at once, but yeah, then she read it, she'd have nothing left, no oh, surprise. See? Yeah. Which probably oh. kind of motivated you to, to hold out as long as you could. Right, yeah. As yeah. a brother. I think I still have one left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so great. Okay, sorry we threw those random Christmas questions at you, but we're just trying to get in the holiday spirit in the season. But Carla, this was so much fun. Thank you for your time. Thank you for talking about your projects with us. We um, just think you're great, and uh, we are, we're happy to to have you on our small screen any chance we get. Okay, great. Well, thanks for having me. Nice to meet Absolutely. you both. Nice yeah. meeting you. Nice to meet you too. Well, make sure you watch A Kismet Christmas if you haven't watched it already. So do that. Be sure to follow the Hallmarkies podcast all over social media. Give us a thumbs up. Leave us a review. uh, Do a comment. All of that good stuff. Find Carlo on social media. I definitely forgot to ask him where he is, but I I think we can find him. So um, go ahead and do that. Casey, where can people find you? You can find me at Casey underscore underscore Simpson. Okay. And come to Instagram, of course, and follow me at Hallmark Comics. I'd love to interact with you there. Thanks everyone for joining us for this really fun, brief conversation with Carlo Marx. So thankful for his time. And uh, we'll be watching his career on Hallmark 
as it goes, whatever, whatever comes after Chesapeake Shores for him. Indeed. So, uh, really fun. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.